Hi Tom, hi Steve, ich wünsche euch eine tolle Show. Vielleicht kann ich bald meinen Senf dazugeben. Welcome everybody to Masters of Profundication. I am Tom Witham. I'm Steve Piles. And we have sad news to report today. Malcolm Young of ACDC passed away. It happened today? Well, technically it was today, yesterday. <laughs> I am not up on my showbiz <laughs> news. I did not know that. Yes. Malcolm Young of ACDC has died. See, now I'm not the biggest ACDC fan. You see the one that wore the kilt? Or was that like Angus? That's Angus. Okay. Malcolm Young is the other guitarist. So he's not the one that danced around on stage. I'm sure he danced around on stage. I just don't think he's the one you're thinking of that danced around on stage. Probably not. Wait, did Angus die? He probably didn't like sit in a dark corner while everybody else played. (laughs) Everybody else. I want to dance. I want to dance. It's in the contract. You can't. (laughs) Malcolm, you suck. You sit in the corner, play the bass. Slap in a bass. So wait, is Angus dead? No, Angus is alive. Man, I swear, I thought one of them died. All right, never mind. Yeah, Malcolm Young died. Well, I mean, before today. <laughs> yesterday. Okay, that's that must have been it. That's what I was thinking. Right. <laughs> when yesterday was today. When yesterday, when he will was today dead. be yesterday? Soon. <laughs> Skip that part. In fact, when... we'll never talk about that part again. <laughs> um, But on a pleasant note this is thanksgiving week well i mean your previous news might have been pleasant for people that hate acdc i, I don't know you can't you can't say for malcolm sure. young's ex-wife is rejoicing yeah there you go well i don't know if she's getting alimony maybe not i'm sure i'm sure there was i don't know if he has an her, ex-wife her gravy trade ah they all have ex-wives for all i know he was gay maybe he had a, an ex-husband well maybe he called his ex-husband his wife because that's where they do it in scotland did we just assume their gender and plus they're australian I don't care. That's still how they do it in Scotland. <laughs> Fun fact. I, I was going to a new topic, and you're stuck on ACDC. That's just like a, that's just like a catch-all phrase. <laughs> that's, that's, how they <laughs> well, that's how they do it in Scotland. <laughs> um, anyway, yes. Let's... Where, the, was it, where the men are men, the sheep are scared? Yeah. Scotland. Yeah. Scotland. Oh, I want to hear your Scottish accent. Oh, no, my Scottish accent, laddie. <laughs> The men wives like the sheep, laddie. <laughs> God, I'm you gotta stop be, now. Uh, you gotta give me your best groundskeeper, Willie. Groundskeeper, really? Yeah, there you go. Do not touch Willie. Good advice. <clears throat> Actually, that was Homer, but talking about Willie, I'm sorry. I just messed that quote. What you drinking there? Oh, I got some pumpkin head. Probably the last of the pumpkin head. What are you drinking there? I have all the pumpkin head. Ooh. I'm drinking a pumpkin head. So what's your, uh, we've, we had a I'm... week off, so what's your life been like for the <laughs> time we've had off? <laughs> um... I have not slept a wink. This is going to get... That's what I imagine you would have to say, yes. (laughs) Um, I've worked a lot of overtime at work. I am getting, on average, between four and a half and five hours of sleep a night, which is all I need. The hardest part of my day is uh, waking up. With Folgers in your cup? Yeah. Okay. That's the best part of waking up. The hardest hardest part of waking up is... uh, like the alarm goes off and then the alarm goes off again. I have two <laughs> alarms set and the five o'clock alarm <laughs> is, is basically just a warning. Like, Hey, you better peel those eyelids open. Cause you got to get up. So 5am comes pretty quick. Oh God. Are you a snooze hitter? I, I snooze once <sighs> almost uh, probably 80% of the time I hit the snooze. I, I don't understand that. I had a, when I was in college in high school, my roommate would hit the snooze no less than three times before he woke up. Yeah, that's excessive. Fucking ins- he did a lot of things that drove me insane, but that's a different story. But yeah, hit the snooze three fucking times. I, I just, I, I wanted to, so I like, I'll make it so you never wake up again. I'll just put my pillow over your head. You can sleep forever. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, that's how they do it in Scotland. Yeah, that's how they do it in Scotland. I will, um, I have a little bit of a routine when I'm waking up. The alarm will go off and bring me back to earth. This, and that sucks. I, yeah, I, I put eye drops in. Sometimes I'll lay there and contemplate whether or not I just want to drive into a tree. Um, <clears throat> no, I'm joking. I, <laughs> I'm I'm not a morning person, and I'm not an early riser, but I also am not a complainer. Does that make any sense? Like, yeah, I'll, I the, the alarm will go off at 
five o'clock and I will drag my ass out of bed and, you know, go do my routine. And I won't say a peep. I don't, I won't say boo. I won't like bitch about it. Uh, excessively gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'll just I, look uh, at people like I want to kill them and they'll get the drift. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm not a morning person, but I'm cheery. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not merry. <laughs> just die. But, uh, but yeah, I, I have to put drops in my eyes and I have to get my ass out of bed. And next week isn't going to be any easier. Next week, uh, there's actually no day off in the middle. It is straight six doubles. I can't even imagine. That's like, I, I've mentioned this before. That sounds like the beginning of a horror novel. Uh, I like, you know, one gloomy week, I woke up and did <laughs> six, 16 hour days in a row. And then I killed everybody I knew. <laughs> well, hey, my week's not over. Yeah, you might still kill. Well, luckily for me, I'll be out of the state that by the time you're going to snap. But Right. Where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to go visit some people for Thanksgiving. So, yeah. People. Have we talked yeah. about favorite holidays? My favorite holiday is Halloween. Oh, yeah. We did talk about this because my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, I like Thanksgiving because the meal's good. The Halloween's good. Good meal. The atmosphere. You get to hang around with family. There's football on TV. It's a, it's a really good time of year with the fall and the temperatures. Yeah, but Halloween's a little more folly not quite as cold thanksgiving is one day halloween's a season i don't know i like halloween i think thanksgiving gets a season i don't know i mean who really decorates for thanksgiving you put a cornucopia you can out, go you can go leaves. to the store and you can buy thanksgiving decorations some turkeys i guess but uh, it's, not, it's not the same turkeys are just they're just dull penguins with a nutsack hanging off their chin you know there's nobody's gonna be excited <laughs> about that they're delicious <laughs> I bet penguins are delicious. Did I say penguins? I bet peacocks. Well, penguins I, are probably delicious. I bet penguins and peacocks are both delicious. Well, that's how they do it in Scotland. Yeah, well, they, they do the peacocks in Scotland. I know that. Or Wait. they get, like, fabric dye and find the sheep and go all rainbowed out. <laughs> have a little party. Yeah. I think we're if we, by some miracle, have Scottish listeners, then we've just offended the shit out of them. Oh. Well. <clears throat> whatevs. <laughs> They know how they do it in Scotland. Well, I know that that's how they do it. Whether it's the right way or the wrong way, that's how they do it. Speaking of Scotland, I gotta, I gotta make an admission. I've been, uh, I've been cheating on you. What? I've what? been uh, three times now. Three dark and, and shameful and sticky times. I've been cheating on you. You have cheated thrice times. Thrice a troika of cheats. I, I went to another trivia night. You whore. I don't know. Three times. Lost all three times. That's so it's you not triple quite so different. Whore. <laughs> triple. Trice the whore. Whoa. <laughs> the fly <laughs> is back. Fucking fruit fly. Wait until I sit down. I swear to God. Anyways. Yes. Well, so we, that bunch of bananas you keep laying around. I need those bananas. Those well, are you don't eat them. Bananas. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say what I need them for. True. So tell me about your trivia night. Yeah, we go to this Irish pub. So that's why I said, speaking of Scotland, just so I could offend them even further. You know, Scottish Irish is the same <laughs> like thing. Like comparing Scottish and Irish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. It's not the same. It's it's a bunch of bullshit categories. I swear to God, Mary Poppins. Fuck Mary Poppins. Actually, you hit me with the Mary Poppins question. I got it. I don't even remember Go. what river did she cross. What fuck fucking was the name Mary of- Poppins River, bitch. That's probably what it was. What was the name <laughs> of the kids? Mary Poppins one and Mary Poppins two. <laughs> Poppins Mary and Mary Poppins. Uh, Dick Van Dyke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Chimney sweep. That's right. I don't, see, it was just it was a bullshit category. Uh, one of them was like college sports mascots. I, I just like, I was like, oh, I give up. There's no way. But our our um, strategy of always bet big at the end failed mm-hmm. us last time. We would have won had we bet nothing. What was the question? Uh, what was the question? Something about fighter playing. Ah, damn it. I already forgot. We got it wrong. Yeah. How many soft tacos can you eat? And a fireplace. Right. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm just, that should be the last question. What was Because that's easy. Nine. Not, did I eat nine? I don't think I had a full nine. Yeah, I had like eight, eight and then a partial. Yeah, I was on the ninth taco. That's as far as I got. So yeah, no tacos, a lot of beer, some yeah. burgers, but no tacos. I'd rather have a taco than a beer. That's probably what the difference was. Me. Uh, Mexican? Well, or at maybe. least, I don't, I'm pretty sure that's how they do it in Scotland, but. This beer is making me gassy. Unlike a taco, which would not do that. And loopy. I'm going on no sleep and a beer. That's like, <laughs> things are going to get dangerous here. <clears throat> I'm likely to say something I regret. That's the best kind of saying. Regretful. Say something right now that you know it's going to offend somebody. Go. Fart in a bag. 
<laughs> yeah, that fired, that offend, fired on your mother's bonnet. That would offend bag ladies and mothers with bonnets. With bonnets, my mom has a bonnet. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you just offended my mom. You oh, okay. I oh got you. shit. I got, I got some offensive words for you. Trump is a good president. That's gonna offend somebody. Yeah, somebody right now is screaming. Ah, Trump is not a good president. That is incorrect, sir. An incorrect false statement. Montebank. I don't know. Is he a bad so, president? Yes. Anyway, we're going to move on. <laughs> Let's get political. See, Let's I knew it. I could do it. I knew I could do it. <laughs> Lack of sleep and beer equals <laughs> politics. You offended me. <laughs> anyway. Let's talk about genderless bathrooms. <laughs> I want a bathroom. genderless. You can't go in the bathroom if you have a gender. If you have more than one gender, you also can't use it, right? Right. No, if you have a gender, whether it's one or two or five, you cannot use the bathroom. You must right, be, you genderless. be genderless. Right. You must be like like Ken or Barbie that have no sex organs. Smooth. You must be free. You must be free of sex organs to use this bathroom. Sorry. <laughs> Which Maybe is different than to... having free sex organs. <laughs> There's a distinction you have to keep in mind. <clears throat> oh, 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 I did. To, speaking of offensive, I did see the Justice League movie today. Ah, the Justice League movie that's not going to even come close to taking out any of the top three, maybe four this year. Top four, like grossing? Yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine. It was not great. <laughs> this is a movie, I'm sitting there watching this and I'm thinking, if this was made 15 years ago, it'd probably be awesome. But we expect a little more of our superhero movies at this point. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, that the, was... It wasn't... It wasn't as batshit stupid, and part of my pun, batshit stupid as uh, <laughs> as uh, Batman versus Superman, but it also wasn't, and it also wasn't quite as disappointing as Suicide Squad. But that's not a high bar, and it, it, it wasn't that great of a movie. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to spoil it. Woman. I, yeah, and I, I mean, I thought Wonder Woman was okay for the most part. I thought it was a good, it was a decent movie. Well, as of right now, Wonder Woman holds the num- uh, number two spot this year. <clears throat> Wonder yeah, Woman has grossed four hundred and twelve million. People go crazy about it, which okay. I mean, tweets their own. I I don't see it, but I, I'm not shitting on it. It was a fine movie that had some built-in marketing with the feminism. Yeah, so that's that true. that was gonna make that was gonna make easily a hundred million dollars that it wouldn't have made otherwise. But because it had that feminism push, <clears throat> it had all that press leading up to it about how they were gonna have female-only viewings, even though that was ridiculous. But they, right. you know. That's just how Hollywood rolls. That's just how they do it. Hollywood does do a lot of things. I will say this: you can you watch this movie. You could definitely tell the Joss Whedon rewrites, like when yeah. it popped up, like his his brand of uh, witty banter. But it, it was a lot I'm, of there was one bad guy and a lot of like throwaway cannon fodder. They beat down the cannon fodder and then beat on the bad guy and then called the good. And it was very paint by numbers. I, I don't know. There was nothing innovative about it. Was there any peril? Yeah, there was so much non-peril. Like you never worried for any of the characters. In fact, yeah, that, I don't want to reveal. I would... Yeah, I don't want to reveal much of anything. But when you get to the end, it's a fact. I was talking to my brother who saw. We, we actually saw pretty much the exact same time. We texted each other in the theater. Uh, I was I was texting him afterwards, and I was talking to him, and I was like, "What I, I don't want to say anything except for when the end comes, they have to do some major plot maintenance to keep the action going because it comes to a screeching halt once." something happens <laughs> uh, gotcha but like it's, it's it's coming out today so i do want to try to avoid spoilers because there's probably a lot of people that haven't won't see it for a couple of weeks or something like that yeah i probably won't see it for months and months yeah but, but yeah something okay. happens at the end that brings the action to such a screeching halt that they had to do some crazy ass crap to make things still keep moving towards a climax i imagine uh joss whedon had a lot of fun with the flash character that... Too much. He was the comic relief, and it was every time he opened his mouth it was a stupid ass joke. Yeah. Like there was, he had no lines that weren't a lame joke. Like I don't know. Like if this was Joss Whedon, then I feel bad for Joss Whedon. Like some other well, characters yeah. had some really funny lines. The Flash had a couple, but that was like a fifth of his entire his his entire character was the comic relief, and he was annoying as shit. And he's the most powerful character. Yes, somebody else's. Anyways, <laughs> what? Somebody else is the most powerful. Fight me. Yeah. If you watch it, you know what I'm talking about. The Flash can time travel. So, done. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, he can. Not. Well, I guess he can because he already has, right? Ooh, okay. That's right. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Time travel. Yeah. Gotta love it. 
Um, well, let's talk about some things in Hollywood that <clears throat> might be a myth that they yeah, have like, forced us to believe. I feel like Hollywood's lied to me about time travel. Weird. What? Craziness. Uh, let's talk about some other things Hollywood has lied to us about. Hollywood lies. The myths Hollywood has fed us our entire lives that we eat, that we just gleefully gobble up with smiles on our faces and chuckles in our throats and fucking bibs on and, you know, smeared all over our fucking mouth. Spoon fed, like here comes the choo choo train, you morons. Airplanes you... coming into the hangar, bitches. You're stupid. Well, okay, so when we talked about doing this episode, it kind of um, felt to me like we were stumbling back into the tropes a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I mean, Which... they, they don't go hand in hand, I think. Yeah, and we wanted to do another tropes episode, so this might be tropes version 1.5. Maybe, but I mean, there's definitely things in here that are tropes, but some of these are, tropes aren't necessarily lies. Like, tropes are just tried and true plot devices Yeah, that they keep hitting. Like, we talked about the hero's journey, time travel, you know, dream sequences. These are all tropes. Those aren't necessarily lies, they're just plot devices. But these, what we're talking about today are things they do in movies that are just outright fucking wrong. But they play, and they don't play them off like... um you know, sci-fi or fantasy or fiction, they play it off like, this is something that happens. Just go with it. So, okay, so the first, the, the thing that made me think of this category to begin with, when I was a kid, and I'm not kidding you, when I was a kid, I was convinced. Kid. I'm yes. not kidding, I was a kid. Yes. I was convinced that if I go too far out in some wilderness, it doesn't matter what kind of climate, the desert, a forest, a swamp, uh, you know, mountains, anything like that, if I go too far off the beaten path, I will fall in some quicksand. Yes. Quicksand is waiting to snatch you up. I remember seeing a, like a meme a while ago or, or a funny picture that somebody posted that said, boy, when I was a kid, I thought quicksand would be a lot bigger problem. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like you watch these movies and I mean, I I looked it up and this is not just us. Like people are like afraid of quicksand. They said there's, um, there's a 1909 silent film called Save from the Quicksand. So it's been around as long as movies have been around. The idea that there's quicksand out there and it's going to get you. Yeah. Like I, I'm being like paying attention to any kind of tips I heard of how to survive quicksand because <laughs> you didn't see it. And if you walked off the road, off the path, you're going to get sucked in. So you have to like me and my friends, my brother and people I knew type of, oh yeah, if you get sucked into quicksand, you got to, you got to lie flat on your back because more surface area means it'd be harder to suck you down and. You know, all kinds of crap. You got to well, get a rope, but you got to get a branch across the pit so you can brace it in there. And it's uh, it's not a thing. Like a couple quicksand, of good quick, quicksand movies. A couple of good quicksand movies. Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Never Ending Story. Never Ending Story. Uh, Beastmaster, I believe, has a quicksand scene. Probably. Give me another one. What's okay, well, quicksand? what's the most famous quicksand scene of all time? Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she gets sucked right in there. He has to dive yep. in. And then that rat walks around and it's like foreshadowing. It's creepy. The Rouse. R O U S. Rats of unusual size. <laughs> See? Princess Bride. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this up. Like, quicksand, it's uh, it's rare. You can get stuck in it. But if you go thing deeper than your waist, it's super unlikely. And you pretty much kind of wriggle your legs and you get free. So basically, it's like being stuck in low tide. Like yeah. if you were out in. That it's seems not, to be that would be more dangerous as far as I'm concerned because if you got stuck, the tide would come in and yeah, if you're sitting you, there doing nothing, you can die. In quicksand, you're just gonna stand there like a chump. <laughs> it's like, well, this, this is kind of weird. <sighs> you're sinking and you're like, I knew this day would come, and then you get to your waist and you stop sinking. And you're like, oh, and your friends are standing there watching. Hey, Frank, what? Why? Why are you just standing there? I don't know. This is quicksand. Is it gonna do something else? Like you'd be kind of disappointed. Like, I've been waiting my whole life to get stuck at quicksand so I can use all these skills and nothing. <laughs> Lie flat thoughts. on my back. Yeah. I have this branch um, ready to go to pull myself out. I got a rope. I got a vine attached to a tree <laughs> so I can shimmy my way up. All right. My biggest lie that, or the one that bothers me the most is the being thrown backwards when you're shot. Oh, my God. That uh, that lie that Hollywood has, any, like, okay, there's a lot of firearms problems I have with Hollywood. Almost like they don't know how guns work, but they're getting better. And there are people that are experts that now are on movie sets that try and help them with that. Mm -hmm. But the being thrown backwards when you're shot 
Tell me about that. Well, what's I don't know. I, I can't say this for sure, but what's the first the big like I don't know, maybe the first the biggest one that sticks out of your mind of a scene that that happens in? Well, the the one that it just comes at me right away is because of how ludicrous in Django Unchained at the end when he shoots the lady of the house and she goes it's you can tell that she's on some sort of rig that pulls her back like but it's super because it's Quentin Tarantino and it's extremely exaggerated like ridiculous like you know he shoots her with a pistol and she goes flying backwards fast like (laughs) as fast as the bullet yep um, that really sticks out in my head right now. Well, I, I always think of Desperado. Like he's, oh, he goes, yeah. to, goes to the bar and shoots it up and he whips out a, I think it's a sawed off shotgun. And some guy comes fly, like he doesn't just come running at him. Some guy comes flying at him through the air and Antonio Banderas whips around, whips up the shotgun, shoots, pulls, you know, pulls the triggers, trigger, whatever, empties the whole thing into the guy. The guy flying through the air reverses his trajectory and flies backwards. Like over the bar or something like that. Because he was hit with the shotgun. Because he was hit, hit with a, not just a shotgun, but a sawed-off shotgun, which everybody oh, knows a sawed-off you know. shotgun makes it yeah. super powerful. Yep, that's even more powerful. It has nothing to do with anything other than the power. <laughs> that must be what it is. If you get shot with a sawed-off shotgun, that's where the, it must be, it must be. That, that. could be another one. Sawed-off shotguns up the power by at least 20, 20-fold. Super, like, <laughs> what's the first thing Reese does when he goes back in time? Saws off a shotgun. Yep, because he knows he needs something powerful to fight off that Terminator. He needs the extra power. But yeah, there's there's actually a movie that just came out. It's called it's on Netflix. It's called The Babysitter. And there's a scene, um, couple like it's about this babysitter and her friends are doing a satanic ritual, so they sacrifice a guy. It's like a goofball horror comedy. But the kid that's being babysat, the the, the babysitter, that's a word. Anyways, he this, calls the yeah. cops. Yeah. He calls the cops, the cops come in, the the say Satanists fuck with the cops. I can't remember exactly what they do. They stab him, shoot him, something. And one of the cops is flailing around and shoots and you know shoots off his his pistol and uh, hits a cheerleader right in the tit. And she launches. Wow, she launches across the room, <laughs> just like 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 a fucking rocket went off and just dragged yeah. her across the room. Like, and I'm like, like she I, got yeah, I get it. That's a it's a screwball type of movie, but that scene was not played for screwball laughs. It wasn't like, oh my God, that's gone. Should did what nobody else, what guns should never do. That's, it was, no, that's what happens when you shoot somebody. They right, because that's what they want you to think. There was, um, <clears throat> I, I learned about this in my graduate study. First of all, it's the physical principle of every reaction has an equal and opposite reaction. If a bullet was hidden hard enough to launch somebody off their feet, the recoil would be enough to launch you off your feet. And that doesn't happen. But because of movies, because of so the pervasive nature of what everybody has seen over and over, there is a phenomenon where people getting shot will jump backwards because they think they're supposed to. Like that's been documented. That happens. Can you imagine like you're being shot and that's what your thought process is? It's, oh, well, I'm supposed to jump backwards, I think. No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You look behind you. Okay. Okay. There's no couch in the way. There's no <laughs> chairs. Ah, here we go. No, I mean, this is what kills me. It's because nobody's thinking that, but they do it. That means it's so ingrained in us because of what we've seen on TV and movies over and over and over again that you get shot and your natural reflex is to push yourself backwards because that's what your body has been conditioned to think is supposed to happen. That is nuts. You, so you need to, you are forced to act as though you're being shot with a sawed-off shotgun. At least a sawed-off shotgun. Maybe yep. Maybe a sawed-off shotgun tied to a flamethrower. I don't I mean, Ooh. That sounds Damn. awesome. That's that is another Hollywood lie. Flamethrowers are not the badass weapons that they are depicted to be. They last about ten seconds, are incredibly dangerous, and only very limited of use. Yeah, but you get to burn shit. Yes, for ten seconds. It's like a burst. Yeah. <laughs> might as well be well if you're burning something for ten seconds, it might as well be for thirty seconds, because if you shoot somebody with a flamethrower, that ten seconds is probably gonna be bad if you actually light them on fire right? well yeah that's what you have a flamethrower for like, like what's the point in shooting somebody with a flamethrower if you're not gonna catch them on fire well that's exactly it it's not always that easy mm. listen when i got out there in my homemade flamethrower it shit did not happen <laughs> anywhere close to what i thought was gonna happen uh there was like flamethrower. angry neighbors and screaming cats it was a whole thing i don't know Another lie is, or I think it's getting to be a little bit, now that MMA is a little bit more prevalent, but like fight scenes in movies and like sword fights and stuff like that. You know how exhausting that is? Like for any of these people to sustain 
a fight the way they do on in movies. It's ridiculous. Yep. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's like I, there was something I was looking at that said the uh, sword fighting you see in movies where they're like sizing up each other and then these doing these big grand swings where they're clanging their swords off each other, yeah. moving counter moves. And it's like that didn't happen. They hit because, you know, you hit each other with your you hit your sword on another piece of metal. You're going to dull that thing out real goddamn quick. Mm-hmm. So sword fights were each other with a lot of dodging, a lot of shield work, a lot of letting your armor take a blow. And yeah, and that was it. Like there was not a lot of like, all right, I'm going to parry, parry, you know, knock your sword to the side. It's like, no, I'm going to dance around a little bit and hope you miss. And then I'm going to start stabbing my ass way forward. <laughs> hope I get you. Yeah. This leads Although to- I do. I love that scene in The Princess Bride now that we've made that the commemorative movie of this episode <laughs> is I love the scene where he's like, I know something you don't know. I'm left handed ah. or right handed or whatever. I know something you don't know. I am also right handed or something like that. I don't know. It's good. <laughs> I'm a Nigel Montoya. Yeah. But yes, that's and that leads me to something else that I came across, which was katanas. <gasps> what about them? Which is a they're trope. Awesome. The badass katana. Like if somebody if some character has katana, you know they're the fucking badass. Yep. You know, Kill Bill, she gets that perfect weapon, that expertly forged katanas, because mm-hmm. they are the dream weapon. Yeah, katanas were junk. What? Yeah. What? The Japanese, like, I, I'm trying to, basically like, the Japanese did not have access to the same, the same uh, quality of iron and steel as the, like, Europeans did. Mm-hmm. It was So they had to fold, it. like, they talk about katanas being, the metal being folded a hundred times or whatever, right? I think there's a line from the Highlander where someone's examining his katanas like, this steel was folded a thousand times or some bullshit like that. <laughs> like, yeah, they had to because it was so full of carbon. That was the only, made, only way to make it even workable. Really? Like, Western thought the steel they wanted to make in katanas was like, wow, this is crap. Well, okay. What about modern katanas? Well, I'm sure modern katanas are just like anything else. I mean, they're they're all for novelty now anyways, but I, you could, if you made a novel, uh, modern katana, I have to imagine... It's no better or worse than making a modern claymore or something like that. It'd be lighter, and a ninja can use it to slice your neck. The single from... edge and the curved, the curved, yeah, makes a superior. Yeah, Actually, step out of the shadows and stab you in the taint. Huh? Just in the taint, though, because that's the true mark of a warrior. If you could, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You Surgical can just bypass everything else and just get the taint. You, you yeah. are a master. Yeah, just think how disconcerting that would be. <laughs> Ow! You stabbed me in the taint. <laughs> there must be a ninja around here somewhere. Yeah, and they disappear immediately. <laughs> Friggin' ninjas! Phil, why did you just scream? Somebody stabbed me in the taint. Fucking ninjas! <laughs> Do we have ninjas? Do we? We should call somebody. God damn it! Did you close the door? No. Shit! We got ninjas. Oh, that's like an open invitation for ninjas, but they wouldn't come <laughs> in the door. See, that's the thing: is the door would be open and they could easily walk in, but they would use like some sewage grate or something. No matter how much protection you use, you're going to get ninjas. Yeah. But I think they got a pill for ninjas. I, I think I read that. <laughs> they're, they're working on it. So, the taints will be safe soon. But there is a super metal that was used back in the day, which was Damascus steel. Like oh, true yeah. Damascus steel was actually. Where, where does that come from? Uh, I think it came from Berlin. Not no, Damascus. no. Damascus. It came from New York. Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Not the Middle East anywhere. That, that would be ridiculous. Right. That's stupid. Yeah. No, no, it was Damascus steel was somehow crazily like had micro something that made it like insanely sharp. Yeah, sharp. Sharp. Say shark. Yes. Shark swords. It was a shark sword. It was a sword made entirely of shark. It didn't matter how big your boat was, that thing was going to slice you up. Mm hmm. And what was the name of that boat? The Orca. The Orca. (laughs) I knew you were going to ask, and I was ready for it. The Orca. Yes. (laughs) I, I do remember. Who was the captain of the Orca? Quint! Ah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah. Rob's heart just skipped a beat. <laughs> he, he he stopped breathing for a second, I know, but we're yeah. good. We're good. Holy crap, that did. I was I was I was gonna say Ahab. <laughs> that was gonna be bad. <laughs> you know what? I would have accepted that. Yeah, yeah, that was gonna be bad. <laughs> Richard uh, Dreyfus. He's a real captain. He was the real guy in charge. He survived. That's right? True. No. Did he Quint survive? didn't. Yeah, he quit. He survived. How did Richard Dreyfus make it off the boat? Uh, frantic masturbation. <laughs> oh, that. Hmm. If you find yourself I, being attacked by a shark, I, you know what you got to do. That's how they do it in Scotland. He's over in the corner, just 
feverishly masturbating. What are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm preparing to egress. Listen, I'm the marine biologist here. You, <laughs> Only you one of us it. knows how to defeat a shark, and it's not you. <laughs> I went to four years of college to learn to do just this. <laughs> this was my oh, minor. Shit. And then Quint a- looks up and says, yeah, minor. That's for sure. <laughs> four years. <laughs> I have my doctorate in masturbation. <laughs> I learned my masturbation on the sea. When all my, when all my crewmates were getting eaten by sharks, I did not, sir. You noticed that the sharks left me alone. <laughs> I, I had a film of semen just all over me. <laughs> I was swimming in it. Sharks both love and hate semen. <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm glad we could bring this all the way around to taints and masturbation. <laughs> I'd be disappointed if we hadn't. Perv corner. Yeah. Um, get, let's hit me with another lie. Give me another lie. <laughs> so I found a big list here. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Flesh wounds are actually very serious. And I think I talked about this before, but you ever like watch the movie Sin City where uh, Marv and all those guys get shot to shit and yep. still keep on coming? Somebody once said that frank miller the guy that made sin city the comic book it's like somebody needs to shoot him just once like in the arm so he knows how much it fucking hurts to actually be shot yeah like how debilitating it actually is yeah so yes real men don't fucking care about getting a flesh wound but flesh wounds can fucking kill you and the pain is debilitating but our heroes that's the only thing that's going to happen to this a little nick on the arm It's, it's a through and through it's nothing don't worry about it. Just give me some gunpowder and I'm going to blow a whole fucking cauterize the shit out of it. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Rambo. But it's in your um, lung. Yeah. I got two. I don't, I don't need one. <laughs> you only need one. Everybody knows that. Uh, the, the thing about the sword fighting I was talking about is funny, but the uh, there, there's like a little anime gif that goes along with it. And it is the Princess Bride, that sword fight. That's actually. Uh, really? Yeah. Yep. Defensive yeah, that... moves, including dodging, deflecting, and hitting the flat side were. The actual way they fought. Ah, this one might be uh, something you are interested in. Mm-hmm. The silencer. Ah, uh, yes. The uh, the silencer that has to silence all three things that are happening with the weapon at once. Yeah, so it's like a little poof, like a cat fart. <laughs> and we all know about cat farts. Yes, silent but, well, deadly enough. Silent it's the but... farting of cinema. Silent but deadly. That's what silences are. Yes. Yeah, when... Which I'm not, I'm not an insider, but to my understanding... Real people that know what they're doing don't even call them silencers. They're just called suppressors. Yeah, they're suppressors. You have to use, you have to, there's a lot that you have to do in order to suppress or to make a gun more quiet when it shoots because it's, you have to use like subsonic ammunition because you don't want the the bullet to be breaking uh, the sound barrier or any of that bullshit. It's the sound of the actual gun, the like the compression of the chamber and the gunpowder going off, the bang. Yeah, the high gunpowder hitting the cold atmosphere yep. gets contained. Uh, I'm trying to remember what there was actually. We went over this in one of my classes in grad school. The the baffles could actually slow. So if you don't have subsonic ammunition, the baffles could actually slow it down, so it becomes subsonic. Mm-hmm. Subsonic boom doesn't happen, but it's still loud, right? Yes. Was this the uh, masturbation grad school? No, no, that was my undergrad. <laughs> I got my. Uh... Every day, it was a religious school, so every day they took us to the side and said, "Listen, if you're ever going to be attacked by sharks, that's what God wants you to do, and only if you're going to be attacked by sharks, because otherwise you go blind." Uh, but sharks just, are the devil, so yeah, it's okay. I was just thinking of another one. Oh, well, it wasn't important now. Another lie? Yeah. Well, I was I was gonna dive into um, sci-fi a little bit, but kind of sci-fi gets a pass, doesn't it? Oh no, no. What's the biggest sci-fi? lie they give us sound in space sound and massive explosions in space yeah but again like i don't know as i would i like i like firefly and that's one of the things i like about it is that it gets it right but i don't think i'd want to watch a silent star wars <laughs> well and i'm not even, uh, let me let me let me clarify a little bit here uh i'm not even saying that some of these are lies that are unforgivable like okay so the one that if you know nothing about firearms, you still know this. You got to reload at some point. And how many hundreds of movies and TV shows have we seen where the heroes never have to reload a goddamn thing? Yeah. Like you can empty a fully automatic weapon in what? 10 seconds? Five yeah, seconds? Easily. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to throw a new magazine and all that. It, that never happened. And sometimes they'll eventually show the hero have to put a new magazine in. But it's always way, 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 way later. They should have actually done it. Yeah. 
but everybody knows that one, right? And that I feel like can get a pass just because we don't like. I get it, you know, you have to reload your gun, but I don't care. Like, I also don't need to see the guy brushing his teeth in the morning either. I, I don't give a fuck. I don't need to see the minutia of what he's going through. I just want to see some body count. <laughs> Unless they make it stylized, like John Wick. Yes, there you go. Where they make actually loading the weapon like a part of the action. Or Equilibrium. Remember that one? I do, with Christian like Bale. He- he had like puppy. special weighted magazines where he threw them out there and they just kind of like bobbled up and down. So when he got ready, he just did like a forward roll and then slammed down the guns right on top of the magazines because they're right there waiting. For... It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that was a better movie than it should have been. It was better than it got credit for. Like it was a directed DVD one. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's see here. So Magic Bullet Factories. Uh, sniping. So a lot of these are had to do with firearms, really. Yeah. But sniping is almost never done alone. Like, they need a spotter to tell them what's up. Yep. They have to test wind speed. They have to, you know, know the rotation of the Earth. All that good stuff. I watched, um, it was, shoot, it was uh, Castle. There was an episode of Castle where a sniper was shooting people in New York City. And what he was doing was he was placing these flags out in the city that would help him determine from a long distance away which way the wind was blowing. I thought that was really clever. Somebody hmm. somebody thought that one through. I like See, that. See, that's kind of cool. And that's, if people actually take the time to debunk some of these, you know, tried and true lies, it stands out, right? Like, you actually pay attention, like, oh my God, they actually got this one right. Yeah. Like Firefly. Oh, there you When go. they have scenes in outer space that are, like, quiet. Well, even like um, Battlestar Galactica. Like, all those ships, they weren't just, like, Star Wars gets a dead rock. Like, ships are rocketing around and banking and doing all kinds of loops and stuff like you wouldn't do that in a vacuum, you know, without atmosphere, without gravity. But Battlestar Galactica had it right where they had like little jets. Yeah. Make it flip all the, like a do a 180 and completely flip back around. And they had to work in a complete 360 environment. So they had forward jets and side jets and reverse jets, like little puffs of air that would move it all around and make it face the way they needed to face so they could Ooh. shoot their guns. Did they have any little jets uh, on there to save the show because it was stupid? It was only stupid past like the third season. <laughs> the first couple seasons were awesome. First couple seasons were good. I'll I'll concede. <laughs> but after that, dumb. The way ah, oh, uh, just if you never saw Bas- Battlestar Galactica, you want to know what we're talking about, why it went so bad. Go on YouTube and watch the last scene of the series. It's so fucking ridiculous. Basically, the implication is that these stupid Japanese robots, like the robot dog and shit like that, are the harbingers of our deaths. Yep. It is the beginning of the end, and we are going to die. Armageddon. Robot dogs will kill us all. It's so stupid. I've thought that for some time now. Fucking robot dogs. Robot dogs. Robot ways. <laughs> um, uh, give me a good... Everybody that gets Go. shot in a movie, they always have to dig the bullet out first thing. Not true. It's usually okay to leave a bullet in. It's sterilized because of the heat, and if, it's not, if you're not bleeding out, which I guess you'll know if you're bleeding out because the thing won't stop, you can leave it in there to staunch the wound until you get him to a hospital oh you gotta peel that thing right out of there now you gotta, you gotta get go that. get a knife yep you gotta you gotta get a knife and you gotta cut that thing out dig in there you know it's gonna be in the bone too so it's gonna hurt extra much oh god it's gonna hurt so bad and then you've got to have like a metal container to drop the bullet in so it goes ding yeah. <laughs> you gotta make that ding yeah because if you don't then you gotta go find a metal container <laughs> so i'm sorry you're gonna say something before i cut you off oh i was gonna just give me i was gonna say give me a good like water lie like a submarine movie or uh something like that oh i got one wait wait what did i just see now <clears throat> this is i had my issues with this because this is i don't know i saw this recently and i'm still not quite sure that's true but if you if you ever watch lost you remember the character charlie which one was he he was the super annoying one that i was glad he died it probably doesn't help you uh, was he the one from lord of the rings yes that was him. yeah okay Yep. He died because he was in an underwater facility that somebody set off like a like a pull a grenade and it blew up the uh, the window and water started rushing in and he drowned. Mm-hmm. But he he drowned because he sealed the room he was in. He sacrificed himself so the rest of the place could live. Oh, good old Charlie. Something I was he was a oh god, he was the most annoying character in that fucking series. Anyways, <clears throat> something I was reading said that the pressurized air from the facility would have kept the water from leaking in. And that it would only have leaked in up to the point of the hole, which was like waist high. Hmm. I don't know. I, there's part of me that's like, really? I don't know the physics behind that. 
Yeah, so that, that that also makes it sound like if you punched a hole into a submarine, the submarine wouldn't be in that much trouble. That seems weird to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just watched a like a little mini documentary on a town in I want to say Louisiana that there was a lake that they were drilling down into, and they accidentally they mistook where they were and they accidentally drilled into a salt mine and it drained the lake into the salt mine and not only did it drain the lake but like it's the hole got so big from the water rushing down it that it sucked barges down and shit Hmm. it was uh i want to say it was like early 80s i'm sure there's a youtube video of it it was it was pretty cool but yeah that and that like like I said, I, this thing I read, I was, I'm sitting there reading. It, I'm like I'm, I'm a little incredulous here because that's that. Maybe this is an example of a Hollywood lie that's all pervasive. Because I've literally never been into a situation where I was underwater, somebody punctured my you know dwelling, and I was having water rushed in and feel like I've never been in that situation. So maybe it wouldn't work that way. But uh, I don't know. Well, when it does happen to you, which you know it will, you will be able to give us a straight answer. I'll, I'll, so whatever is evacuated, I'll stay. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, wait. I'm going to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. I got to yeah, wait gotta, and see. I got to see how this thing turns out. You know what I need to do is I just need to drive my car off a bridge tomorrow, open my moonroof and see what happens. I'm going to guess water rushes in. I, you know, air pressure. Well, yeah, the water pressure is not going to let you open them. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll drill a hole in the, my door before I drive. Before I drive, I'll drill a hole in my door. Okay. And breathe really heavy so there's positive pressure <laughs> you're gonna have to breathe really really heavy well i've spent four years training to masturbate so i know how to breathe heavy <laughs> it's my speciality it is my it was my minor like i said all right give me a good uh i i've got a good computer lie but that's kind of a trope too oh yeah i know we're thinking of the same one the beep 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 yeah anytime somebody types something on a computer oh. it's gonna make although i actually like that a lie because everybody knows that's not true everybody Everybody knows. So why do they continue to do it? There's some. This maybe this is a Hollywood myth among Hollywood insiders. Like I read, I, I actually looked it up. And pretty much, people making TV shows and movies say the audience wouldn't believe that the computer's doing anything unless they heard a noise. And I'm just like flying. the audience wouldn't believe that there were any bullets in the gun if they didn't rack the rack it twenty slide. times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Oh, uh, I want a computerized gun. That they have to rack and it makes a beeping noise every time they do it. <laughs> that would just be like the perfect storm. Oh, yeah. That would be great. Speaking of the perfect storm and lies Hollywood tells you, Twister, at the end, yeah. that tornado would have ripped their skin right off. <laughs> well, that's that was one of the ones I saw was um, tornadoes suck things in. They don't launch things out. So in Twister, when it's launching cows at them and cars and shit, that doesn't happen. It pulls it right towards the center. It's a vacuum. It's God's vacuum. So it would, it would have, yeah, that would, oh, that would have been, can you imagine Twister with it end like that, where they're latched that pipe or whatever, and their skin starts peeling off? Yes. Oh, that would be such a good ending. Oh, my God. I would have been like, oh, this was a fun movie. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) We're making a new movie, and the title of it, the name of the movie is called God's Vacuum. God's Vacuum. (laughs) About tornadoes that just. Just ab- rip skin off people. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> they call the movie God Sucks. And a lot of like <laughs> atheists and shit go and see it. And it's like, this is not what I thought it was, but I'm yeah. not disappointed. <laughs> yeah, this is more like Sharknado. <laughs> less like the <Bash> Christ. <laughs> I'm going to make that movie. <laughs> God Sucks. God Sucks. It's all about tornadoes. <laughs> Finger of God. Okay, so let's see. Down the list of tropes. Uh laser sights you know like the little laser dot yes you don't actually snipers snipers don't use that because snipers not gonna warn their victim that they're gonna about to get their head blown off james bond did it in specter well and that's what tipped them off at the at the last second the guy's puff of cigar smoke lit up the laser beam and saw that he was being lazed laser i cannot hear the word laser without thinking of dr evil i swear (laughs) <laughs> and have, making the quotes. We're making the quotes. Air quotes. Uh, every time. Laser. Every time. Those are good movies. Those Austin Power movies are good movies. At least the first two. I never watched. I watched the third one once in the theater. I've never watched it again. But the Go first two are great. I love the first. Yeah. The third one, if oh, I remember yeah. right, was just like a celebrity showcase. And that was about it. Yeah. That's the one where Dr. Evil steals his mojo. No, that's the second one. Uh, is it? The second one, yeah. 
the third one's where Dr. Evil and him end up being brothers. Dr. Evil turns good, but Scott turns bad. Which one's got Heather Graham in it? Second one. Yeah, okay. That's the one with the mojo. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley in the first. Oh, she still is banging hot. Yeah, she's Elizabeth Hurley. She's Elizabeth Hurley. She so that's good. a Hollywood lie that Elizabeth Hurley was going to be not hot someday. They lied to us about that. She's super hot. Um, this is a weird one. There's a every cop movie in the world shows you that the badass cop is awesome at the gun range. You know, he can put a smiley face on the target, all that shit like that. Yeah. There's yeah. actually a, a study that showed that uh, examined more than 200 violent encounters between police and, you know, whatever, found that no connection between good gun range uh, abilities. There was no connection between that and actual combat ability. Yeah. Military too. Yeah. At some, some research found that like just because you're good in the range doesn't mean you're actually good in real life situations. That sounds like a black lives matters research to me. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm punch drunk. And, then, and now here's one. This is heartbreaking too. Having your, ch- your hand chopped off will probably kill you quickly. What? Yeah, having a limb chopped off, you're gonna die pretty quick. Unless you put a tourniquet on. Yeah, unless you can get it, you know, real bound up, real. You know, you're ready to go with a tourniquet. You're gonna bleed out in. Let's see. Yeah, if you can't immediately apply major pressure, you're gonna bleed out in a couple minutes. It didn't kill Jamie Lannister. Spoiler alert. Didn't kill Jamie Lannister. It didn't kill Ash. He just slapped a fucking chainsaw on that bitch and went to town. Hell yeah! This is my boomstick. (laughs) Like I said, that's heartbreaking. I'm like, oh man. My whole plan in life was if I got my head chopped off, I'm going to put a chainsaw on there, like, Mm. right away. And then go back in time and kick some ass. (laughs) Yeah. Army of the Dead. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Which is a good movie, but it wasn't a horror movie. I'm sorry. It just wasn't. God, no. I mean, it had some themes that were consistent with horror, but it wasn't. Um, Oh, falling off a roof and then being saved by somebody at the last minute will kill you like um the classic movie the original superman when lois lane is falling mm-hmm. superman flies up and saves her he would have he would have chopped her in three little chunks with his arms by flying up and grabbing her like that well you know. she hit terminal velocity he wasn't slowing anything she's like slice right through her i would like to have seen that too that would have been a cool movie that would have been a movie that was over before it started but that would have been cool like they should yeah. they should have that it would like a deadpool like subversive superhero movie they need to make what would actually happen if these people were out there trying to save people <laughs> like somebody wakes up if you woke up tomorrow with the power of superman before you get that shit under control you would kill so many people <laughs> oh my god like you would be flying through trying to save people and you'd be destroying buildings with your sonic booms the first time you try to heat vision something you would just like slice right through it to hit what was behind it and fucking kill like 20 people and oh my god again i would like to see that movie <laughs> so like Batman, even even not even Superman, Batman when he saves Rachel when she jumps off the roof, or even when he saves the Joker at the end when he falls off the roof, he would have snapped their necks easy, quickly. Yep, Which, and then just kind of walked away, kind of looking over his shoulder like, wasn't and me. I, and I actually, uh, we, we we talked about this, but I I, I jumped in, and I did the research, so now I'm on a watch list somewhere about how to what happens if you snap somebody's neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just it's not that you're on a watch list now. It's you're on a new watch. Yes, I've branched out, but I couldn't find the answer. Like the only thing I found was that it's not easy to snap somebody's neck. You can do it if you know what you're doing, but just the grabbing them by the chin and the back of the head and doing a little yeah, forty five degrees turn, it's gonna snap their neck. That's definitely not not a thing. Also, bonking somebody on the head to knock them out. No, yeah, you got to beat on them to knock them out. Yeah, and um, their unconsciousness would not be. It more than likely would not be some little ho-hum thing. It would be, like, traumatizing, cave their skull, and they'd probably be in a coma the rest of their life. Like, there's video games where there's sometimes there's an option between taking the good guy route, which is knocking him out, and taking the bad guy route, which is killing him. Yep. And the good guy route is always do a sleeper hold, knock him over the head, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, no, you would probably still kill them. <laughs> or you would knock them out for about a minute and they would regain consciousness and come back at you again. Yeah. Um, one but of I, the things that, what? I was going to say, I could not find, I could not find the answer to, does it make a big loud noise? Like every TV, I, like I a could crack. not find the answer. It's like the internet doesn't want me to know for sure. Well, you just going to have to go out and start snapping some necks and see what happens. Yeah. I'll start small. I'll snap like a, a ferret or something like that. One of the things I saw doing the research that, uh, amnesia is never portrayed correctly 
Yeah, I have to imagine that. Amnesia for in the in TV and movies and stuff is uh, much more ridiculous. I mean, it, so, it just does. It doesn't. It doesn't do what you, there's. There is an amnesia where somebody wakes up and they like their their memories start from that moment. Like they can still walk and talk and they understand, you know, motor functions and how to speak. They know the alphabet kind of stuff, but otherwise they have no recollection of anything be previous to them like going unconscious or anything that's a like the rarest most special kind of amnesia <laughs> that like nobody has <laughs> that's that, the like, soap opera amnesia ever but uh real amnesia is more like you lose all your short-term memory and and re- have all your memories from before like a lot of these people that wash up on shore in europe and stuff like that every once in a while they'll be like this person wandered into town and they have no memory of who they were yeah they're probably Mm. lying to you right they know exactly who they are and they're just playing on oh i have amnesia so give me free stuff (laughs) that's usually what happens i had i had i remember having this thought uh, years ago but it's like if you ever wanted to start over in life in today's society it'd be really hard right mm-hmm. because everything's linked to your social security number like you can't just like pick up go to a new town and say yeah my name's you know john Buffelganger and my and i'm here from france and i want to mm-hmm. start a business like everything's going to be linked to you it's like but what if you just showed up at a hospital one day and said i have amnesia i don't know who i am <laughs> I don't know who my family is. I don't know where I'm from. I just you would go directly to the psych ward, <laughs> right? Yeah, like like could you like try to play that off and try to like is there within the realm of possibility like you convince you you're the best actor in the world. You convince everybody that the psychiatrist, everybody that you have legit amnesia that you don't remember who you are. Well, and is there any provisions legally that okay, since you have no idea who you are. We'll give you money and get you set up in a, a part. Like, like, is there anything that like the government would do for you in that situation to help you like live a life? Well, here's the thing about that scenario: is you absolutely can go to a new town and create a false identity and try and live that way. Finding employment would be, you know, you wouldn't be able to go to work for anybody that would check your background or any of those types of things. But I mean, going escaping and and moving on with your life that way would be dependent entirely on whether you'd commit a crime. If you just wanted to pick up stakes and move away and create a false identity and live under that identity, you could do it. You, well, if you're not running from anything, I don't think there's, I mean, that's just, it would be weird to begin with, but like say <laughs> sleeping with the enemy where you're in a, an abusive relationship. And if you try and get the guy arrested, he's going to beat the charges and then come kill you. And if you try and leave, they're just going to try and kill you. So you just need to, under the cover of darkness, take off and go start a new life somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you would you would definitely have to make arrangements. You would have to do something. Well, yeah, I feel like you'd have to be like B or no, like a hacker. So you could like get a new social security number, get a new driver's well, license, you, change you can... your fingerprints. If you're like for you and me, our fingerprints are in a database somewhere. Yeah, you can get a new social security number. You can you can go to a, like a social security office and have your social security number changed to a TID number or something like that. It's a different. It's not exactly a social security number, but yeah, I think I've heard it's something else you can use other than your social security number that's less attached to you know your name and. But that'd be a good way to like if you were like under a mountain of debt, you like fuck. I'm never gonna get under this debt. I got a mortgage and every credit card I have is maxed out. I got student loans. There's no way I'm gonna be able to breathe. It's like fuck this. I'm starting over in Topeka. And you take off, like you're going to have to get a new social security number yeah. if you want to start a new life. You're going to have to expose, you know. And that mortgage company is going to be like, well, he moved to Topeka, so that's there's nothing else we can do to him. Topeka's no man's land. Nobody actually, yeah. you can't touch Topeka. Yeah, like, oh, well, he's already, he's put himself in exile and he chose Topeka. So he, I guess. He found a Topeka loophole. God damn it. <laughs> There's just a whole bunch of people living in Topeka that have illegitimate mortgages. They just they see each other sleep on the street. Hi, my name's Bob Smith. Wink, wink. Yeah, I'm Frank Lawrence. At ah, wink, wink. <laughs> they just everybody knows the deal. They just can't ever say their real names. That's funny. <laughs> Fuck it, Topeka. I'm pretty yeah, sure that's it, what they do in Scotland, though. So, well, that's how they do it in Scotland. Yeah. Um, uh, what the hell are we talking about? Anyway, it's amnesia. Yes. 
Yeah, we were talking about how amnesia doesn't work that way, or or the typical type of amnesia, the type of amnesia that is most common. There are rare, rare, rare instances of amnesia where somebody just goes to sleep and wakes up and can't remember anything about themselves other than right. the last moments when they just woke up, which is a cool plot point. I mean, that's, you know, I don't know who I am. I need to use clues to figure out who I am. I mean, that's cool. It's just, that's a lie. That's not how it works. You know how, the way it always goes is, once they inevitably do figure out who they are, it's always, they had a deep, dark secret they were trying to repress or something they're trying to escape. They, they never like, right. oh, I was a fucking janitor. <laughs> Yeah. No wonder I tried to take this serum <laughs> sleep and gave me amnesia. <laughs> yeah, you, nobody ever thinks about that. Maybe it's like, oh, God, maybe I don't want to know anything. Yeah, yeah. It's like, geez, I had, you know, I was divorced twice and my dog just died. Can I hit myself <laughs> on the head again? I really want to start over again. This sucks. Like, I spent <gasps> the last three months in agony trying to figure out who I am, and now I remember it. That was really, just really boring. Damn. <laughs> like, that's never a movie. I want to see that movie. I want to see that one. Sleeping uh, with whoever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got bad news. Mm. My bad news is I'm going to sleep. Okay. Ah, oh, we got so many more lies, though. I uh, know. Can we make this a two-parter? We probably could. There's a lot of other... Like I said, they're all, like, fucking guns. <laughs> like, like true lies when she drops the, the Uzi that just falls down oh, the yeah. stairs in an arc. Every time it hits a step, it shoots off. Yeah. Like, every time you drop a gun, it's going to go off. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Nobody would buy guns if that was the case. Every yeah. time you drop it, the thing would shoot. The only time that that happens is when the gun is malfunctioning, if there's a problem. <laughs> Which they go through a lot of pain to make sure it doesn't do that before people buy them. Yep. I actually had but, one that, that did it. They're not mine, but somebody had one that had happened to it, so they recalled all the guns. Yeah, see, that's what that's real life. Like, yeah. Gun manufacturers don't want their clients to die off. They really don't. Right. It needs to sell to somebody. Let's do trivia. Let's do trivia. What do you got? Okay, here's my weird trivia question. Okay. It's a it's a two parter. Can you name all of the bass players that have been members in Metallica? Uh Cliff Bert Barton? Burton. Burton. Shit. Jason Newstead. Oh, who's the new guy? Fucking Trujillo or something like that? Robert Trujillo. Robert Trujillo. Now, which of those three bass players had the longest tenure on Metallica? I'm gonna say I think the obvious answer is Jason Newstead, but that seems like it's the obvious answer. Um Oh, fuck it. I'll go with that. Jason Newstead. Robert Trujillo. Yeah, I knew that was probably going to be it just because. Because <laughs> he started St. Anger, didn't he? Uh, yes. That was his first album with St. Anger. That's I was, actually, I was telling the story was. today that uh, when I moved down to Southern Maine, it was the day that that album came out. And I went to Bull Moose and I bought it. And <laughs> as I was unpacking boxes, I was listening to it. I got like halfway through the album and I went back to Bull Moose music and I returned it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this is junk. This is <laughs> shit. Take it back. And they gave me my money back. I will say this, and I've got a lot of shit for it, but the actual song, St. Anger, uh, I, I I don't hate. Eh. It's not the worst song in the world. I kind of like it a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I have gotten some shit for that, too. Probably rightly so. I'm not going to defend the whole album, but that one song. <laughs> it's not the worst, I guess. Mm. Uh, i no sorry. I'm sorry. No, I don't. hey, you like what you like. Cool. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I know Scotland. Hollywood lied to me about it. That's why. Uh, you got a trivia question? I got a trivia question. So uh, I got to think how to work this. So Mark Twain was born. That's a that's a thing. I guess. Maybe. Okay. Samuel Clemens is his real name. Mark Twain. You know who I'm talking about. He wrote. Gotta hope, uh, you know, Tom I got to hope you know who I'm talking about. Okay. Huck Finn. Yes. And a lot of misquotes. <laughs> yeah. So he was born during a, we'll call it a natural phenomena that occurred when he on the day he was born. It also occurred on the day he died. What natural phenomena is this? Total eclipse. Total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> he turned around and there were no bright eyes. No bright eyes. Living on a powder keg, giving off sparks. <laughs> I really need him tonight, but not, not for this. Have you ever heard, oh God, now I can't think of it. Jesus. It's uh the Bob Jesus. Jesus and Bob. It's the Bob. Bob, give me two seconds. One Mississippi. Mississippi. Two and a half Mississippi. No, it's in the Bob band. Spotify don't fail me. The Beaver Brown Orchestra. No. I gotta get into my this is I'm I'm challenged right now. That's okay. The Dan Band. It's okay. It's the Dan Oh yeah, band. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. 
the Dan Band, he he does a cover of Total Eclipse of the Heart, and it is yeah, he did awesome. Old school. Fucking turn around. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Is it old school? Yeah. It was that that was funny as shit. Like you see Will Ferrell kinda like looking at him, going, What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. <sighs> so phenomenal. You were you tried to get past this trivia question without answering. I see what you're doing. No, my answer was a total eclipse. Oh, damn. No, Solar it's not. It. I'll give you I'll give you a hint. It happened it was when a... he was born and then happened again seventy five years later. Uh Haley's Comet. Haley's Comet. Or as I like to call it, uh, I wasn't. What was I going to say? Night of the Zombies. <sighs> I don't know. I don't remember. I was going to say something along the lines of uh, the Finger of God, uh, Hoover, uh, Tornado, God Vacuum, God's Vacuum. God he sucks. was born during God's Vacuum. Wow. He's during the God sucks. You're going to say something about a taint again, weren't you? That's how they do it in Scotland. Yeah, I'm going to make that a thing. That's going to be our thing. That's how they do it in Scotland. Yeah, they they make it their thing in Scotland. So. If you have enough um for a couple of minutes, I did have <laughs> something. Yes, go. Uh, I I came across this. Remember how we did the um guess a movie thing, and I started with descriptions of movies, bad descriptions of movies. Okay. I found a bunch more that made me laugh. I was gonna see All if right. you could figure it out. All right, go. I I wanted to run this by you. So, <clears throat> movies described badly. Mm-hmm. First one: brunette makes money fisting women round after round until she can't move. Then an old man finishes her off. Pretty woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little literal but no i couldn't even guess <laughs> million dollar baby <laughs> uh broken neck <laughs> so you should get this one busty redhead teaches her blonde sister how not to be frigid frozen frozen <laughs> <laughs> is she busting that i like to i like to say so yeah do you know I, what would change that movie entirely is if every time she moved slightly there was a jiggle over breasts you know what they did that in what Aladdin? There's yeah. a, I, I remember watching that as a kid. And there's a scene where Jasmine like disgustedly steps back from Jafar or something, and they animate her tits jiggling. Like they animate it. <laughs> like, this is animation. They did that on purpose. Somebody in the fucking room was like, "All right, one frame, two frame, three frame, four frame, <laughs> up down, up down. There we go." And yeah. then the powers that be were like, "Yep, booby jiggle, check, got it. Let's yeah, put that." They in were for- they were some dirty old bastards back then. They were slipping all kinds of innuendos in there uh you gotta love it sex sex in every frame <laughs> <clears throat> so this one you gotta get <clears throat> let's see here i have to you have to damn it ebony man has multiple people handle his package and gets fucked in the ass for the first time by a white boy how many movies have you seen where a black guy gets fucked in the ass oh uh pulp fiction yeah there we go yeah, <laughs> multiple, yeah i was gonna say soul people. man you remember that with c thomas howell which one soul man it's where he plays a, he goes to, I think he goes to a black college and he paints his face like brown. Wow. No, I never <laughs> saw that. Oh my God. Look it up. I got to look I it up. I just remember him dying in Red Dawn and that's about, oh, wait, wait. I just started watching The Punisher on Netflix and he's in that. So there you go. Weird. Okay. Here's one. Protective father listens to his petite daughter get forcefully taken by multiple men. And then the multiple men are creamed and reamed by the protective father. Taken. Ah, yeah, I was in there. It, they said the word take it. Uh, one man wrecks dozens of assholes. It could be anything. Uh, falling down. John Wick. Ah. Ooh, here's this one's good. Sexy detective discovers hot milf is hiding more than just a stolen dolphin. Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah. Man gives head in a box. Seven. Seven. That was good. <laughs> this one's messed up. Two eager men find innocent kid alone. Everybody gets banged repeatedly. Wait, two men find an innocent... Two boy. eager men find innocent kid alone, and everybody gets banged repeatedly. I don't, I can't get that one. Home Alone. Ah, oh, good, <laughs> good. Uh, amputee Twink gets wrecked by Big Black Daddy. <laughs> amputee Twig? Twink. Oh, Twink. Twink. <laughs> uh, you could say Amputee Whiner. That works for this. I don't know. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> twink? Isn't that like a gay teenager? Well... I mean, let's examine this really hard here. <laughs> oh, okay. All I mean, right, I got gotcha. you. Let's be honest here. He, the only chick he made out with is his sister. So I take uh, your cousin to the prom or something. It's a beard. He gets it on with Mar- Mara Jade, right? Not in the movie. <laughs> uh, Bust, Busty Blonde takes 88 men at the same time and a Japanese schoolgirl. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. And then I think this, this is... Oh, it's not the last one. Uh, Midgey gets ring destroyed by Freak while Best Friend watches. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. 
Yeah. Black man gets balls slammed with furries and creepy dudes. Jesus. I don't know. Space Jam. Oh. <laughs> I've never seen Space Jam. Really? Wow. Yeah. Kind of surprising. I saw it once. I yeah. I've, I've probably seen a million like clips and highlights and stuff from it, but I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. It's got a way better reputation it deserves. It does like Bill Murray. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, guy gets locked up with a bunch of other men and must enter the poop pipe to be free. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> enter the poop pipe. The poop pipe. Uh, so that's the last one. All right. Those made me laugh, though. I have. So, yes. I apologize for the abbreviated episode. It's about, well, it's going to end up being 15, 20 minutes shorter than the last episode. Oh, well, you'll deal with it. It's free. I'll deal quick, with it. Quick and plain. You're listening to this for free. We owe you nothing. <laughs> uh, we're we're probably not going to be back next week, but we'll be back the week after that. When we talk about the best porns we ever saw. Porns? Pornographically. Oh, that's right. We're going to talk about porn, right? Yes. Or we're going to watch porn while we talk. What are the, what are the two? I don't know. We'll figure <sighs> it out. That's going to be weird, but... Not as weird as you would think. So I have watched one. porn with at least 10 guys at the same time. Um, not going to question that. I'm not going to question it. Hey, once you stand guard over them, they become guarded treasures. You're going to watch. <laughs> You're obligated at that point. Yes. It wouldn't matter if the Queen of England were sitting there. You'd have to watch them. Oh, how? <laughs> it would matter if the Queen of England was sitting there. It'd make it better. <laughs> oh, Queenie. Oh, uh, Lizzie. Lizzie, Lizzie, Lizzie. <laughs> this thing's not going to go away by itself. <laughs> you did this, Elizabeth. <laughs> Take responsibility. I yeah. declare independence from your cold, cold ways. Just <laughs> and those are cold hands. <laughs> Taxation without representation. God. Represent this, bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> so I never know what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. I, uh, I'm i going to sign off. This is John Boffelganger <laughs> saying that's how you they do that, it in Scotland. You kept that one in your pocket. I am impressed. Yeah. Uh, especially is, the condition I'm in right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that is impressive. Uh, let's see. I am Bob, Scottish peacock, Scully. <laughs> saying, saying, where's the sheep? Queen Elizabeth, you have a Union Jack and suck <laughs> it. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Grab All right. Slide off. Get me in your Monday, mode. Get me in your Monday, mode. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.